friends. Welcome to episode 77 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. Charity and I have a wonderful show for you tonight. We have something for everyone. We have some fun, upbeat, catchy choruses. We have introspective ballads. Uh, We're starting the night off with the boys from One Us. Mini album Blood Moon came out this week. We're going to give you a full review, our thoughts on that. Then we have Anniversary Song, celebrating the five-year anniversary of Victon. They put out a sweet song called Sweet Travel. We'll give you our thoughts on that tune. Then we have something from Minyak from B2B, the man you fell for during Kingdom Charity. I know. I never thought it happened, but boy, did I fall. I think a lot of us fell for him on Kingdom this year. Midyak released a song under the name Huta, H-U-T-A, called Goodnight. And Jin, uh, our man Jin from BTS, has joined the ranks of K-pop stars who release uh, original soundtrack songs for K-dramas. Jin released an OST song this week. It's getting rave reviews, climbing up the charts. So we're going to give you our thoughts on the song Yours from the drama Juiceron. And speaking of Jin, in the soup, it's still happening, Charity. We're going to move on and talk about BTS in the soup. We've been giving you all recaps throughout uh, season two, and we had another fun episode this past week. So we'll give you our thoughts on that. We have lots of K-pop news per usual. This world moves so quickly. Oh my goodness. Song of the week. We have a fun quiz. We have a lot to talk about tonight. But before we get into it, Charity, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm super excited to celebrate someone's birthday this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. My birthday's at the end of the month, but because it's close to Thanksgiving and Christmas, we're doing a celebration in my hometown of Pittsburgh this weekend. So any queendom in Pittsburgh, reach out. We're going to be out all weekend. We're celebrating my birthday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a fun trip for charity to <laughs> see my hometown. You've seen it before. We've yeah, I've been, been a couple Pittsburgh times before. Yeah. Yeah. When I lived there for a little bit, charity came to visit me. So that was a while ago. This will be mm-hmm. charity's first time back. It'll be really, really fun. We're looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah. It's been a while. That was a long yeah. time ago. A little fun trip for us out of the city. It'll be nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so excited for it. It'll be really fun. On my birthday, there's something else that's going to be really fun. We're going to fill you guys in on that closer (laughs) to the date. But Charity and I will be celebrating my actual birthday outside of New York City a second time in a couple weeks. (laughs) So I'm usually not that girl that celebrates her birthday for like a whole month, but this year things happened where that's what's happening and it's a milestone birthday it's a big deal so my friends wanted to do a lot of stuff and I'm lucky enough to have friends all over the country so it's gonna be a busy month but wow do we have a lot of cool things to look forward to yeah so fun yeah so disclaimer if we don't have a voice next week you know what we what we were doing this weekend uh, I predict that will be happening (laughs) I know but seriously any queendom in Pittsburgh we see you listening So reach out, shoot us a message, Instagram, Twitter, we're going to be in your city this weekend. Okay. So getting that out of the way, (laughs) shout out to our queendom. Queendom is how we lovingly refer to our listening community since we're the New York City K-pop queens. 
Thank you for coming back. This show comes out every week. New episodes drop on Thursday. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. We're happy to have you. Give us a follow on social media, NYC, K-pop Queens, Twitter, Instagram. Like we said, slide into the DMs. Say hello. Let us know where you're listening from. We're here to build a community of K-pop fans. When we started standing K-pop, I know that I didn't have any friends that liked it. I forced Charity into liking it. <laughs> didn't take much forcing. <laughs> <laughs> she has good taste, so it didn't take long. But there's this feeling of like you're the only one and you become so immersed in this world and you have no one to talk to about it. So if you're out there and you feel that way, we totally get you. And we want to be friends when concerts start back up we're going to host meetups and things like that before and after shows so we can form some in real life friendships and relationships but until then slide into the dms say hi we're happy to have you okay speaking of our queendom every week queendom votes and polls on twitter we usually ask like two to three questions and most of the time these are questions that come from our conversation on the podcast during that week so Last week, we talked about Secret Number. We reviewed them. And we were upset because Denise is out of Secret Number. Charity and I were not happy with the lineup changes. Denise is out. There's two new members in. We don't know when or if Denise is coming back. So we were interested what you thought because we have a lot of Secret Number fans that follow us on Twitter specifically. We posed the question, you know, what are your thoughts on the Secret Number lineup change? I miss Denise. I like the current lineup, or I love them no matter what. I thought because we kind of gave that softball option of I love them no matter what, a lot of the fans would vote that way. Not true, Charity. 55%. They're with us. They missed Denise. Yeah. 14% like the current lineup, and 31% love them no matter what. So... I think it's pretty obvious. That's a big change to that group. That was a member you couldn't lose, in my opinion. It's just frustrating because they're just so new. It's not like yeah, they've been around for a long time. I mean, that would not have made it easier, but it just seems really suspicious, in my opinion. I agree. To yeah. debut and then change the lineup, take someone yeah. out, add two members within a year, oof, yeah. doesn't bode well, but you never know. We'll see what happens. Thank you guys for voting in that, though. We love our secret number fans that follow New York City K-pop queens on Twitter. Thank you. We also reviewed The Boys last week. And while we liked their new single, Maverick, we both agreed. We, we really had a week where we agreed on everything, didn't we, last yeah. week? Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were on the same page, episode 76. We both agreed that of the 2021 songs The Boys put out, Thrill Ride was our favorite single, not Maverick. So... We posed the question to you. Queendom responded, 70% agree with us, Charity. Nice. 70% chose Thrill Ride. 30% chose Maverick. So, I mean, Maverick isn't a bad song. It's just Thrill Ride was such an exciting comeback. Yeah, it was great. And then this question has nothing to do with anything we reviewed. This was just pure curiosity. Uh, we're going into the holidays. And K-pop fans, you know we spend a lot of money on K-pop related stuff. We really do. When I think about it, yeah. I don't think about it because I don't want to be like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> I try not to think about it or actually add up how much I've spent. But between light sticks, albums, virtual concerts, merchandise, it adds up. And we were thinking about light sticks, you know, 
concerts are starting back up. Do you need to buy a light stick for this concert? That's at least how I think sometimes. Like, oof, I don't have a light stick. Should I get one? So we were wondering how many light sticks you own. And the choices were zero, one to four, or five and above. Charity, how many do you own? One. Same. Yeah. Same. I have an army bomb. Same. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So we would answer one to four. The queendom, this was actually a really close one. 50% own zero. Wow. 45% own one to four. And only 5% own five or more. So I think that's believable though, because if you've never been to a concert, if you're not going to a concert, it's a lot of money to buy a light stick. I remember at our first BTS concert, we didn't have one and I felt very left out. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm Y'all trying, all right? Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm, trying, I'm, trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Y'all me, just me. Yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like... Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't play, don't play with it. No. Take that shit sir. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird. Yeah. It feels weird. Well, even yeah. at Super M, we didn't have one, and it felt yeah. a little bit weird because that was such like a beautiful symphony of all these different fans coming together. The vibes were so great at the super M concert. And it was really cool to see the XO fan sticks or light sticks and like the NCT ones and everyone kind of moving them in harmony. That was like one of the best experiences, but I also felt like, Oh, we should have one. So (laughs) we need to get one from monster X. That's what I was thinking. That's where this whole question came to my mind. We need to get a Monster X light stick for that concert in January. Yeah. It'd be, be weird if we don't have one. <laughs> then I'm going to have to start buying more. I wonder if everyone buys one for every concert they go to or if it's just like one. But yeah, on the same train of thought, Charity. Yeah. <laughs> but they are expensive. I don't think you need one for every concert. But like at a BTS concert, when you're doing like the wave and things like that and yeah. – the colors are all synchronized. It does feel really cool. special to be part of it. So yeah. if you're going to BTS concert and you can afford an army bomb, I would suggest it. So thank you all so much for answering those questions. We just love to pick your brain and get your opinion and also just kind of, you know, take the temperature, see if you agree with us, disagree, or if we're way off base, you know, saying this group's better with Denise. It's always interesting to us and really useful to know your opinions. So thank you so much. If you'd like to vote in our polls, Follow us on Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens. We post questions every week. We love you. We appreciate you voting. Speaking of the queendom, we see where you're listening from every week. This community blows our mind. It's so, so, so cool. So we can't give every single listener a personal shout out, but we can shout out where you're listening from. So we're going to give a shout out to your hometown. Thank you so much for listening. Queendom shout outs. San Jose, California. Ashland, Oregon, Miami, Florida, Provo, Utah, Nashville, Tennessee, we see you, Mexico City, Mexico, Espedala, Sweden. Hopefully I'm saying that right. You all know I butcher pronunciation a lot, so apologies. (laughs) It's never on purpose. Uh, Antony, France, Magala, Spain, 
And Queendom shout out Casablanca, Morocco. Oh, how Ooh. cool is it? We have listeners from Casablanca. Very cool. Little aside, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. If you haven't seen it. Right. It's one of those things. I feel like sometimes when people talk about like, oh, you have to see this movie. It's a classic. Sometimes people just don't feel like watching it. There's such a buildup. You're like, eh. Casablanca lives up to it. If you ever have mm-hmm. the opportunity to watch it, watch it. It's really, really good. Very famous line in that movie too. There's a few. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Casablanca's the coolest. Charity, do you want to share the famous line? Here's looking at you, kid. All right. <laughs> Oof. Voice actor Charity coming in. I try. I try. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I always think of like of all the gin joints and all the whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it again, Sam. I think those are all. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Um, so shout out. Special shout out to all of our queendom. Ugh, changing um, gears a little bit. We want to send heartfelt thoughts and prayers to everyone in Houston and concert attendees, families, friends, everyone that was affected by the Astro World Travis Scott tragedy mm-hmm. this past weekend. Yeah. Charity and I have been keeping up with it on social media, and it's just ridiculously overwhelming and devastating. We won't get into too much of our thoughts and opinions, but something like that should never happen. No, there's no excuse. That should never happen. And we hope everyone's held accountable. And it got us to thinking about like concerts are starting back up. We're all so excited. And that's so much a part of K-pop. And it's something that Charity and I have been counting down to. And you know that feeling where you're so excited. It's going to be the best night of your life. And then these, these kids went to a concert and they didn't come home. I mean, that's just unimaginable. Yeah. It's devastating. It's heartbreaking. It's so terrible. Ugh. Really, really awful. And there's not enough words to kind of convey, you know, yeah, yeah, how bad we feel about it. But it's also just a reminder for all of us in the K-pop community and K-pop fans. We're going back to concerts. Keep your humanity. Uh, let's be kind to each other. I think that's one of the most amazing things when you go to K-pop concert. Honestly, yes, there is yeah. this feeling of like, oh, wow, we're all in this together. We all love this group and it feels like a big community. You know, there's something special being in that stadium, in that arena and feeling a part of it. I would say 99.9% of K-pop fans are the most amazing people you'll ever meet. Yeah, and we always make such great friends when we go to this concert. Every time. sitting near us, everyone's so nice and sweet. Every time. Who's your bias? Um, Even even when you're on the floor, you know, I think maybe the difference is if you're on the floor for BTS, you do have seats. So even when people kind of rush the stage, that's a small group of people doing that. It's not like 10,000 of us all fighting for the stage. Yeah. Yeah. There's never really been issues. I hope that K-pop fans can stay that way. I know we're all going to be very excited, but let's just kind of remember to stay above the line and you know, keep things as friendly and civil as possible and be careful and look out for each other. This, this stuff should never happen. Yeah. Hope and pray that never happens again. And for sure, it's not going to happen around us. And nope. hopefully that will never happen at K-pop concert. Interesting topic. And we're not going to dive into it anymore. Sorry to babble so much, but I just really, really hope this never happens again. And I am asking everyone listening to make sure it doesn't happen at any concerts you go to in the future. I get that we're all going to be so excited, but 
have to kind of remember sometimes too much of that can lead to awful, awful stuff. So please be careful. Take care of each other. We're all in this together. <laughs> yes, we are. We're all in this together. Uh, Charity and I, like, we stand at the back of these standing room only shows. Last standing room was Jay Park. And we went right to the back near the Yeah, bar. Terminal 5 is kind of an awkward <laughs> venue. I know Epic High, Eric Nam, they're playing there. I always go to the bar area, get yep. a drink and stand in the back. Because when it's standing fun. room only and you're packed in that tight, when you're part of the crowd, it's hard to see the stage. But from a distance, you can see the stage. Mm-hmm. So that's like a little pro tip. A step back and you'll be able to see the show way better than kind of pushing to the front. Yeah, I also just can't stand have that many people touching me. Like whew. I know, I know, not my vibe, really, nope. in anything. I yeah. just, I kind of, yeah. I veer to the back. Uh, I don't want to be that way. I'm like, Ugh. oh, never, <laughs> never. I don't. I also don't touch things on the subway. I refuse to touch the pole. I refuse yeah. to hold anything. I know. That's a whole other conversation. Um, (laughs) Anyways, we diverted off path. We've got to get this show started. It's all good vibes. We're sending so much love to everyone listening. Sorry if we brought things down for a second, but let's move on. It's time to discuss One Us. Okay, so we've reviewed this group on two previous occasions, I believe, on the podcast, both this year, 2021. No diggity left us feeling a little eh. Black Mirror, I think, awesome. We both seem to like that comeback. And here they are again. Blood Moon is the name of the mini album. The single is Luna. Let's talk about the song, Charity. What'd you think? What a breath of fresh air. Because to me, it sounds very different from songs that have been coming out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love it. I really do. And I thought that the... I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right. The kaya gum, it's a traditional Korean instrument. Yes. That's what it sounds like in the beginning. And that intro, it was stunning. I mean, it was stunning. And then the beat comes in right as Suho starts singing. And I love the instrumental of the song. I love the pre-chorus. I love the chorus. I just thought they sounded amazing. I just was so excited to hear something a little different than what we've been getting from people. Really different, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. and for them, it was different. Mm-hmm. This is very different than the other two releases. I loved Black Mirror, and this is the complete opposite, but it works. So good, it's right? really good. The verses are so smooth and nice. Yeah. And it really, like, then picks up in the chorus. That chorus, really catchy. Ooh. Yes. That is a catchy chorus. It's really nice. And there's something, I don't I don't know how to articulate it. It sounds smooth. The whole song mm-hmm. sounds smooth. We've heard so much kind of frantic, quote unquote, noise music recently. A lot of groups chasing a specific sound that maybe don't execute it perfectly. So it sounds frantic. A lot of stopping and starting and different mm-hmm. sounds. This whole song just flows. This is smooth. It's cool and smooth, but still upbeat, if that makes sense. Yeah. Really awesome chorus. I loved it. And I love when raving comes in. Oh, is that nice? Oh, that's such a nice part. It comes in on that beat. Chef's kiss. Really cool. I was pleasantly surprised by this. Not that I had low expectations, but it was just kind of like, okay, let's see. And I was like, ooh. This is nice. Great song. What did you think of the music video? It's stunning. Yeah. This music video is visually a feast for your eyes. I mean, it's stunning. I love the moon. 
I love the lighting and the colors, the red and white, blue. It felt very much like an exploration of the elements, which I'm always a fan of. Visuals are great. It does remind me of Aces Higher in that way. Yeah, yeah, I I think visually it's very similar to that music video with the moon and the elements and everything else. But it's beautiful. Uh, The choreography, really cool. I loved the use of fans in the choreography. Yes. Right? You do that fan choreography. It is so fierce. Really just amazing. They mixed traditional culture, modern choreography, and really even in the sound, it's a mix of modern and traditional, right? I think it's great. I think it's really, really well done. What did you think? I loved it. Same. So visually stunning. Right? And I love that it starts with my man Lido and he's standing there in that white suit with the blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And then Conhee is in that long white trench coat. Yeah. Gorgeous. Like you said, the choreography with the fans. And what I liked is that in the music video, they added the sound of the fans being open. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Right? I Which was so cool. That. It was so Whoosh. cool. I love yes. that. Yes. The dance break was amazing. Yeah. And then I loved seeing Lido running from that fiery scene into the white scene and he like breaks through the wall. That was really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool touches. Yeah. And like there were moments where it looked like there's almost snow floating in the air. There's yes. the birds yeah. flying by the moon. Mm-hmm. There's the butterfly. There were all these elements that were just visually, this is so pretty. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Take away. I love the song. But you could mute the song and watch this. And this is a gorgeous, gorgeous video. In some ways, it did remind me a little bit too of Stray Kids and what they did with their last comeback with giving kind of a nod to tradition. Yes, yes. So I think I love Stray Kids. I love Ace. And I saw some of those elements in this music video. Also, and I always butcher his name, but Jean, X-I-O-N, he had the Felix hair. Without the hat, so. Yes, yeah, the long but, hair. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. hair. Um, there were just some things that were familiar, but done in their own way. So I think it really worked top to bottom. This is a great comeback. It's interesting because the first time we reviewed them, I was like, ooh, I don't know. I really yeah. didn't like No Diggity. I, I, it didn't work. So I was really, eh. Black Mirror loved. I thought that was so, so good. Cool. Yeah, it, it was, was really, like, really okay, good. okay. That was just kind of an off single they're good and then this one they're good one us is really good i enjoy them uh let's talk about the album so i know luna is one of my picks i'm assuming it's one of yours yes 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 okay let's break down the other songs that stood out what are your other album picks life is beautiful yes it's kind of like a mashup of angsty funk and pop the way i would know how to like describe it because it's so different yeah it kind of alternates between angsty and funk and pop and it's really cool I don't know um I love the guitar I love the beat and I thought this was a a fun little nod in the lyrics they say I sing a song like Green Day because they're kind of taking inspiration from that angsty emo music from the 90s when Green Day was really popular so I thought that was really fun Another one of my favorite songs, We're in Love. Okay. I love the vocals in the song. I thought Lido especially sounded stunning. Um, His rap verse was great. And I liked the phrasing and the movements in their vocals when they held out the notes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, 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 yep. Yes. 
And then my last favorite song is Who You Are. Yes. And it's a very smooth, sensual R&B song. Obviously, I'm going to like it. So- <laughs> But I was really impressed. It was so good. And even though some of the styles were not similar, I felt like it was very cohesive and what they were giving us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. It's an interesting tightrope that artists have mm-hmm. to walk. You want yes, the album yeah. to sound cohesive, but you don't want every song to sound the same. And yeah. this one does that really well. My picks are almost the exact same. <gasps> Yay. Luna, Life is Beautiful, and Who You Are are my picks for the best songs on this album. Life is beautiful. It's great. When the verse started, I'm like, this is a little cheesy. But then when that <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh comes in, I'm yes. sold. Let's go. And, you know, I love those positive kind of put a smile on my face songs. And there's a little flute sound in there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a great song. Yeah, it's surprising. Feel good music. I love that song. And then Who You Are, what sold me on that, the start of that song is fantastic. I love the beginning with, um, I think it's Kanhi and Sehu. The beginning is so good. I love the beginning of that song. Um, I almost wish it stayed there. I kind of was like, ah, when it kind of went a more traditional way mm-hmm. because that stripped back vocal, whew, nice, very, very effective. I think this album showed them off really well. Yeah. It really did. Um, yes or no? Is that more xylophone that I heard in there? Is that the new thing in these K-pop songs? I'm like, like, right? Like, yeah, I wasn't sure, but I'm like, this is the second or third week in a row. Xylophone. It's pop punk emo influence and xylophone (laughs) is K-pop right now. We left the disco era. Yeah. We are moving into xylophone, flutes, whistles, and pop punk. (laughs) I love that's, it. That's K-pop. <laughs> Get ready for the end of 2021, maybe beginning of 2022. We're hearing a lot of those sounds. Yes or No was a good song too. Mm-hmm. Another great chorus and great beat. It kind of kept the energy going. Amplified the energy from Luna, I'd say. Good album. This was a really, really nice comeback. I think there's something about the chorus of Luna. It's just so well done. It's just so... It's such a great song. It really, really is. Oh, it's good. And I hate saying this word because I don't want people to think it's negative, but it's very pleasant. There's something that's really like, it's pleasant. Your ear doesn't have to take a second to adjust to what Mm -hmm. you're hearing. We praise innovation so much on this podcast. I'm a huge fan of it and I get so excited. But sometimes it is just nice to listen to a really smooth, good song. (laughs) And this one nailed it. Well, we need to play a clip. Yeah, let's play a clip of Luna from One Us. It is such, such a good song. I felt like when I listened to it, it was hard for me to articulate how it sounded to me mm-hmm. because yeah. it was different. And I really I agree. liked it. I agree. It, there's something different there and it just, it really works. They're so talented. 
huge fans. But before we move on, we have to talk about our biases. Yeah, Let's talk about our biases in this group because the, topic. the first time they came out, we both agreed on Lido. I remember yes. being like, Lido's really the only one. And then during Black Mirror, I was like, wait a minute. Raven, I like him too. Mm-hmm. I keep changing charity. I'm going to yes, guess you're still her. loyal. I'm like, yes. okay. Surprise, everyone. Emily's changing biases. I know that you haven't based on how many times you mentioned Lido in this review. Right. Like, and then Lido does this. Did you see that part where Lido does this? Like, it was very, um, I yeah. think Lido is still your bias. Still, definitely. Okay. He's stunning. He sounds amazing. He looks amazing. And still, Kanhi is my record. Because he sounded and looked amazing too. Yeah, but yeah I like Lido is definitely the hardcore bias for me. Yeah, I can still see that. And he has blonde <laughs> hair right now. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I love when they have blonde that, hair. Right? Well, you resist it because <laughs> someone else steps into the spotlight. <laughs> right. Wait, who snatched you this time? Seho. Oh, Seho, nice. like, he just owns that song for me, Luna. The second he comes on screen, I'm like, I was like, ooh, okay, ooh, hmm, things are changing. Um, <laughs> I love him, and I think he did wonderful on this album. So he right now is right there. Okay, yeah, he's my bias at the moment. Raven's bias <laughs> record forever. I love him. I love him. He will be my bias record forever. Will he sneak in and take that bias crown? I don't know. TBD. TBD. But um, <laughs> say how really. He walked in today and that was it. Not today. He walked in, you know, this comeback is what I should say. Yeah. Knitting it today. But uh, yeah, you've got Lido to yourself, Charity. I'm Works for me. I have bowed out of that competition. Someone else has stepped into my heart. <laughs> Love it. Great comeback. I really like this group. And this is now two in a row that have surprised me. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, we'll look forward to their comebacks and can't wait to see what they put out next. But Blood Moon also. I like Blood Moon, Luna. I like the whole moon thing. I'm really into Same. that. So this whole aesthetic and this whole vibe and kind of storyline, I love. They clearly have a storyline happening. I haven't gone down the rabbit hole. I'm sure we eventually will. Yeah. Big fans. Awesome comeback. Really impressive. Okay. It's time to move on. But we're not moving on from 1S. Mm-hmm. It's our favorite segment, Charity. Ladies and gentlemen, it's quiz, quiz time. All right. We're really adding. <laughs> talk a talk about dynamics. That was really a dynamic one today. There's some <laughs> sass in there. I think we're both really feeling it. We are. Yeah. Oh. Got a big weekend coming up. This was a good comeback. Feeling, feeling good. Feeling yes. good. Okay. This week's quiz is a 1S quiz. If you'd like to play along with us, the link is in the bio. We also post this on our Twitter account every week, so please let us know your results. Okay, your favorite Disney films will reveal which 1S member you are. Okay. So we're going to answer some Disney questions, and that will tell you who, who you are in 1S. I know some of our queendom will really love this. Danny, I'm thinking about you. Danny loves Disney and K-pop. So this is right down your lane. I'm going to admit (laughs) that I am uh, not really a fan of animation or Disney. So some of these, I'm going to probably say characters that people are like, why would anyone like them? I don't know. I don't know who these people are. (laughs) 
So I'm just going to put that out there because I really uh, just looked at these questions. I don't know. <laughs> Great. Okay. With that said, Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. Choose a character from Frozen. Elsa, Olaf, Kristoff, Sven, Hans, or Anna? Olaf. He's the fun snowman. He's really cute. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I only know Elsa because everyone dresses like her for Halloween and she sings that <laughs> yeah. Let It Go song and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm not choosing her. You chose Olaf. I'm going to choose the other girl because she's probably like the bad one. Choose a character from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Grumpy, sleepy, happy, bashful, dopey, or Snow White? I have seen Snow White and I'm going to choose happy because it's just positive vibes and good energy. <laughs> I'm going to choose bashful. This makes sense. The, right. You're shy and I'm like, yeah. hey, everybody. <laughs> we chose right. ourselves. <laughs> um, okay. Choose a character from Toy Story. Woody, Jesse, Forky, Andy, Mr. Potato Head, or Lotso? Um, Woody. I choose Mr. Potato Head. I love Mr. Potato Head. I just think that character is so fun. I'm not sure in the movies if he's fun or not, but like whatever. It's a cute movie. All of them are cute. Okay. Choose a character from Aladdin. Aladdin, Jasmine, Jafar, Abu, Genie, or the Sultan? Okay. I'm choosing the Genie because I know he was played by Robin Williams. He was. I'm going to choose Aladdin. Okay. I will go on a magic carpet ride with you, Aladdin. Did you have a crush on Aladdin? Obviously. <laughs> have you ever heard Jayhan from NCT127 sing a whole new world? Oh, my God. Oh, I think I would die. It's so good. It's oh. so good. Anyways, um, finally, choose a character out of the films mentioned. Okay, so Aladdin, Jasmine, Olaf, Elsa, Woody, or Snow White? Got to go with Aladdin. I'm going to go with Snow White. Like, she's good with people and animals and stuff. Oh, like, yeah, she's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, it says I'm most like Kanhi. <sighs> He's your wrecker, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. that's amazing. Um, I'm most like Seho. Oh, cute. My new bias. We yeah. have a lot in common, apparently. So, hmm. well, that works for everyone, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, that was fun. Hopefully you all enjoyed that. Something a little different from favorite color and all that stuff. So that's for our Disney K-pop fans. Mm -hmm. If you want to take the quiz, it's in the description. And again, we will post it on our Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. So please play along with us. Thank you, BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed creators for making that lovely quiz and for all of the K-pop quizzes you contribute to the world. We appreciate it. Okay, let's change gears and move on to Victon. Victon is celebrating their five-year anniversary. So they decided to release a song as a celebration for the fans. It's called Sweet Travel. And we just one song and a music video, but we had to talk about this one. We reviewed Victon earlier this year. God, it's, I can't believe that was also 2021. It feels like so long ago. Right. But exciting to have a new Victon release. So what did you think about Sweet Travel? I liked it. I thought it was a sweet song for the fans, a little departure from what they usually put out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just a cool pop rock song. 
And I really like the, I'm not going to sing it. I'll save your ears (laughs) part when they're like, yes, that's my favorite part. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I love that part. It's so good. I love it. I really do. I love the vibe of the song. The lyrics can come off maybe a little cheesy, like sweet, 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 sweet travel and all of that. But I think the vibe and the message, it's like life is sweet no matter where they go as long as they're together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a really positive, uplifting song. And the more I listen to it, the more I, I really enjoyed it. I think this is a great song. It's such a departure from Big time, yeah. other stuff. Like, wait, this is the group that did what I said? The duality of Victon here. Oh my goodness. Like, we know they can be strong, powerful, and sexy, but I didn't know they could be like so cute and endearing until this release what did you think of the music video i loved it i thought it was so freaking cute i thought it was so freaking cute from the beginning to end i was like ugh, i love them it's just it's just like friends hanging out getting ready for a party i liked the lights and the red cups and card games you know it felt very authentic having a house party with your friends And then I really liked the part at the end where they're like, well, now we're going out and they were wearing fancier clothes and dancing (laughs) on the steps. They looked so handsome, but they all really embodied the happy vibe. There was also a dog, like you put a dog and a giant bow tie in a music video. (laughs) I didn't know what that was for a second. I was like, why is his bow tie so big? I loved it. I thought it was really cute. What'd you think? No, I thought it was really cute. It was Maybe a teeny bit cheesy for me, but I still thought it was really sweet. They looked like they had a lot of fun filming it. But yeah, it was a little on the, I mean, I love sweet, but it was a a teeny bit cheesy for me. But I get it. I get the premise. They're, you know, they're happy to be together, celebrating the fans. I get it. Yeah. It's like a fan, a fan service song and music video. But I think they did a really great job. And we have to say, like, they're doing all of this without Sengwoo. Mm-hmm. Your man. I miss him. I miss him so much. (laughs) He was able to be part of the celebration, but you know, he's not in the song or music video, Mm -hmm. but there are pictures of him. But it was kind of, it was interesting because I love Sungwoo. Like he really snatched me with what I said. So this gave me an opportunity to look at the other members and then do a deep dive into Victon's catalog. I love this group. I really, really do. I think it's a shame they're not bigger because they have a lot of weapons. They're really good looking. <laughs> not that yeah. that not that, that should matter so much, but this is K-pop. It does. It does help. This group is so good looking <laughs> and interesting. And then they have vocals. Like what more do you want? I'm excited to see these six release something. Hopefully soon we get a comeback from Victon because this was really cool. And it was a great reminder of like, oh, yeah, these guys are the total package and they're so likable. So I, I would recommend it. Do you have a step in bias while he's gone? What a great question, Charity. <laughs> of course I do. I figured. Well, you know. Heart wants if what it I wants. know you. If yeah. I know you. It's like, oh well. Um, no, of course I do. Like I love the it. only group would probably there's probably like two that I wouldn't have a step in bias when they're gone. Number yeah. one, bacon. We all yeah. know yeah. how hard that was for me. I'm still not over it. I still miss him every <laughs> single day. Um so XO, I don't have a step in bias. Bacon's my no. And then also like 
I wouldn't forget about Jungkook, right? I'm not like, oh, well, yeah. bye. Now, I can name a third, so. but you know. What? <laughs> Said I can name a third. Oh, you mean Hyunjin, my boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see you going back to Chan no, while no, he was no, gone. There's no, no way. No. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I would just be like, oh, well, I like all the rest of them, but I wouldn't like switch biases while he was no, gone. No, I could not right. see that happening. Those three, I don't switch. The rest of them, it's fair game. You're off in the military. <laughs> Things happen. Um, I'm sorry. I don't know how loyal I can be to biases. I wish you the best. I'm thinking of you. But in this case, there's a house party happening, right? And it's like, ooh, what a fun house party. Um, oh, so I goodness. kept noticing Byung Chan. I was like, oh, he is so cute. <laughs> so by the end of the music video, to be honest, I did have a new bias. So my bias in Victon is Byung Chan right now. And then Song Woo, he's still there. You guys, I still love him. This is just temporary. Um, it is but anyways like i found i found young chance instagram i went into a deep deep dive it's like "Mm -hmm, yep this is my bias yeah he's hot also can we just say too something else is bothering me sorry Mm -hmm. now i'm going on a, a different tangent but we're talking about military service the members who are civil servants sometimes you see them you know like they'll yeah show up for something we know that shonu is a kindergarten teacher Oh, my love. Where the F is bacon. Yeah, yeah. Like, he comes on Twitter maybe once every two months to be like, hey, everybody, do you miss me? Yes, obviously. But we don't know. We haven't seen him. He hasn't appeared anywhere or any of that stuff. And a lot of the other civil servant members every once in a while will show up, like Song would do for Victon's five-year anniversary. And again, yeah. Shonu um, has done a few things. So I don't know. Part of me is very happy for bacon that he's just taking this time out of the spotlight but you know it's hard for me to stay loyal <laughs> just throw us a bone like, throw you a bone oh like what throw like what is he doing where is he what's his hair look like these days these are important things i need to know yeah yeah i know they are important <laughs> no all, all in jest it's all for fun but it's hard to go wrong with Victon. i think all the members bring something to the table. So you can't go wrong with any biases. And I'm just really excited to see what they do next. This was a very sweet anniversary gift to Alice, their fans. So cute. Should we play a clip to get everyone? Yes. Yes, we should. Okay. This is Sweet Travel by Victon. Come with me, baby. this song i love it this is it's just such a happy song it's kind of going to be my theme song for our weekend coming up just sweet travel 
going places together and it's all good and happy and fun. Yeah. It's just a good mood song and I really, really enjoy it. So congratulations, Victon. We love you. We're excited for the next comeback. Let's change gears. Let's go from a happy, sweet, fun song to something a little slower. Totally different vibes from Minyak from B2B has released a song called Goodnight. Uh, He releases solo stuff under the name Huta, H-U-T-A. Apologies if we're not pronouncing that right. Okay. It's total different gears. We've got (laughs) a... I'm like, wait, okay. Uh, Let's talk about this one, Charity. Let's talk about Goodnight. What did you think? my goodness. It's so beautiful. I mean... The piano, the strings, his voice, just listening to him, I was immediately transported to like an old school supper club, imagining him singing on stage. Like that's exactly where I went and I'm more in love with him than I was before. Just stunning, like just so beautiful. And again, unexpected because he's more, mind you, he does sing obviously, Mm -hmm. but He's a very strong rapper. So to hear him sing so beautifully is just, especially this kind of song. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love, love, love. Did you like it too? I agree. I love this side of him. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's mature and it's sexy and cool. The song, that cello at the beginning and then the piano, it's cello, right? Right? The string at the beginning. Yeah, because it's so deep. Yeah, I think it's a cello. I love that. Yeah, I'd be... I always want to kind of question it because every once in a while you could be wrong and I hate yeah. being wrong because I haven't I haven't confirmed that's a cello, but I'm pretty sure my ears know what a cello sounds like. It's so beautiful. And then the soft piano comes in. I love the music in this song and the phrasing and his vocal color. Really, yes. really yes. nice. He gives us a lot of variation and it kind of has this softer start and then a soaring ending. He sounds great. Yeah. It's a really nice ballad. It's a really nice ballad. And it, again, it shows kind of a different side. This is mature, grown, handsome leading man. It's a different feel. And I'm definitely here for it. We have to play a clip. I need to listen to him sing. Let's do it. This is Good Night by Minhyuk from B2B. He just sounds, oh, just is beautiful. That's just the only word I know how to say with this is beautiful. Yeah, it's a really nice ballad. He did a wonderful job. And again, it was unexpected. So it's always cool to have those releases. And I hope we hear more of this. I hope so. And I want a video. I know. Oh my goodness. I know. Today, we record this on Wednesdays for those of you that don't know. But today there was a video, I think it was Esquire, maybe Korea. There's a video of him singing it live, which is really nice. But I agree with you, like a big music video 
would be really, really cool. Put them in a mm-hmm. tux <laughs> standing in front of a piano on stage. That's all you need. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. I would die. Congratulations, Minyak. We both loved it. He's a star. That dude's so cool. Oh, he really is. Yeah. Okay, moving on to another star. A little different vibe, but I'm also really here for this man. We're talking about Jin, my fellow Sagittarius. He'll be celebrating a birthday <laughs> yes. soon. Jin did an OST, an original soundtrack song for the K-drama Jirasan. The song is called Yours. There's no music video, but there's, you know, like lyric videos and songs doing really well in the charts. Charity, what did you think of this OST song? I thought it was a beautiful instrumental. And Jen is always so good at being emotionally connected when he uh-huh. sings. And he sounds so pure. And I know for a fact that Army Everywhere is swooning yeah. over this. Yeah. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Did you like it? Stunning. It's so right? beautiful. It's oh. You kind of nailed it. And I made it a point to write this in my notes. The emotional connection, uh, which I'm yes. always so like, mm-hmm. that's my thing, emotional connection, right? Happy or sad songs, when I can feel the emotional connection in the voice, it's always a huge thing for me. He is so delicate and vulnerable from the first note. It's so vulnerable. And I felt it right away. And I love that he gives us so much in this song. You know, he gives us mid-range in the verse. Then he goes into that beautiful head voice in the chorus back into full voice for those haunting la-da-da notes, Mm -hmm. which is a really interesting choice for the chorus and for the song. I loved that part. I thought the la-da-das were so effective, so simple and effective. And he crushed that bridge. Like, here we go, climax of the song, crushed it. I don't think Jin has ever sounded better. I'm so, so proud of him. You know- it's it's a shame for Jin in some ways because BTS has that vocal line that's insane, right? You have so many distinct voices and colors in their vocal line with Jungkook, Tae, Jimin, and Jin. And I think unfairly in mentioning the best vocalists in K-pop and vocalists in BTS, Jin gets left out sometimes. And that's it shouldn't be the case because when you talk about vocalists in K-pop, Jin stands shoulder to shoulder with the best of them, and he deserves that credit and that recognition. So I think this is wonderful, and I'm so happy to see it's doing so well. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And I love the dynamics of the song. It's On top of Jin, this is just a great song. Sometimes K-pop artists release OST songs, and they do well, and people love them just because of who's singing it. I just love this song. I think this is a great song, regardless of the singer. And then the icing on the cake is, this is Jin. <laughs> this is Jin, and he sounds perfect. So I'm really a fan of this song and so freaking proud of Jin. It's just gorgeous. And a lot of the behind the scenes or when they're doing the documentary series, he always kind of is very vulnerable and confesses that he yeah. is very insecure about his singing voice. And it blows my mind because he sounds so beautiful and he's so emotionally connected. Like when I think about someone who all the time emotionally connects to music, I think of Jin always. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Think about like Epiphany. That song breaks me. And when you see it live. He kills it. Yes. Yes. And he really is that person. Jin is the stereotypical uh, 
kind of a stereotypical Sagittarius, um, but that <laughs> person that hides behind humor because they're so sensitive. Yeah. So there's not a lot of people that get in, but it's right there. The emotion's right there on the surface all the time if you're paying attention. And Jin shows that when he sings. So yeah. Ugh, Jin, we're so proud of you. I'm yeah, so, so proud of Jin. Let's play a clip. Yes. This yes, is yours by Jin from BTS. Every night I see you in my heart. Every time I do, I end up crying. Autumn so gay. so beautiful and those laddie does at the end oh yeah yeah it's goodness really really well done i like to i think in the part that we just played you hear him kind of harmonizing with himself Mm -hmm. it's just really a great song really really great so congratulations to jen jen deserves the world (laughs) uh with that let's move on perfect transition because we're going to talk about in the soup Full recap time for In the Soup, BTS's reality show where they're in a forest, just enjoying each other's company and alone time. We're in season two, and Charity and I have been giving you recaps since it started, so it's time to talk about the latest episode. What did you think this week? What jumped out at you? Are you still in love with Bam? I assume yes. Yes. (laughs) I I love Bam. Bam's just like, he's the dog version of Jungkook. Right. He's so nice. He just wants to hang out. He's aware of what everyone's doing and wants people to be happy. He's just, it's literally yeah. Jungkook in dog form. And I think that happens so um, many times with dogs and their owners. I love him. But what stood out to me this week, I like the friendship between J-Hope and Jimin. And uh-huh. I really enjoyed watching them this week. I thought it was really fun to watch them kind of Jimin scare him with the abandoned house in the woods. <laughs> right? That was great. I liked the video games. I just like their bond and their friendship. They seem so at ease and so chill together and really fun and funny. They're fun to watch. Yoongi always stands out. I love when he made them snacks when they were all hanging out, late night snacks, and he was so happy when they said it was delicious. He's just, talk about genuine. He comes off so genuine. Yeah. So down to earth. He always snatches me during these in the soups, and I know it's the same with you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um mentioned the new album i can't wait to hear the new album there were moments where him and namjoon talked about it we didn't get to hear it but we knew that that's what they were talking about based on the captions so interested to hear this new album i can't wait when do you think it'll come out i think maybe like february i don't know i'm thinking sooner but not 2021 i think we'll get a january comeback from them you think yeah i hope so yeah they're gonna have so much momentum after the American Music Awards, the concerts in LA, end of year stuff, and then it's going to be full force. Definitely first quarter of 2021. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I thought the whole, I mean, these episodes are always fun to watch. I will say I would not play football, volleyball in the rain like that. No, you can get hurt. It, there's just no point. It's just like sometimes it is fun to play and dance in the rain, but like I really wouldn't have done that. I would have stayed inside. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else stood out to you? Um, the same. Like I loved seeing Jimin and Hobie go on their little night walk to the abandoned houses on the property and Jimin just messing with Hobie and scaring him. That would be me. I'm such a weenie. So first off, I probably wouldn't have even gone. So I would have loved that. I was like, oh, that'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. <laughs> There's no way. Not for all the money in the world. I'm such a weenie. Yoongi making the snack for them and then his face and yeah. his little smile when they were eating it and they were so excited. Yeah. This is what happened. This is when Namjoon and I parted ways last time because Yoongi just came for me and the reality show and it's happening again. He just comes across so likable and so genuine and so down to earth. And Namjoon seems like he is very aware of the camera. Yeah. Everything he does feels slightly calculated like it doesn't feel like he's doing it like he would normally do it. It's more of I should do this because I'm on camera. Um, and I get it. I get that, you know, he's he's in a he's pressure, pressure position. Yeah. I get it. But it's just I can't help it. Yungi is just, you know, snatching me away. Feel again. His personality more. I, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I get that. Cause I think um even if he's not your bias or wrecker, when you watch in the soup, there's something yeah. about him that is so likable and endearing. He always gets me in these reality shows. Yeah, always. no, same. Always. Same. Um yeah. Again, it's just a great reality show. I think I love how Tay is so lazy when it comes to cooking and he whines like a kid. He's like, please make me breakfast. (laughs) I still do love Tay. I am getting um, snatched by his actions recently. Uh, The trumpet and Chet Baker. And then he posted on Twitter a clip from one of my all-time favorite movies, like ever. It's called High Society. It stars Grace Kelly and Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby. It's a remake of The Philadelphia Story. And High Society was my favorite favorite movie for a long, long time. It'd still be in my top five. I absolutely adore that movie. I haven't memorized. What does Tay do? He posts a clip from it and says one of my favorite clips ever. Charity. That's not a movie that most people know. That's not a movie that I would think Tay Hung from BTS would be aware of, let alone love it so much that he wanted to share a clip. So I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me here. I don't know. We're just going to have to see what happens. We have to wait and see. Wait and I, see, because I still love I John know Cook. What's happen when you see him in concert eventually? Oof, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like this is deja vu when Hyunjin was clearly my bias, and I'm like, no, he's not. I don't know. Oh, it's like, oh. I love it. It's just that was so specific to post a clip from High Society. I was like, oh wow. Okay. Okay. But in the soup will be ending soon. Their last day is next week's episode, which I, I'm sure they'll extend to two episodes. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you our thoughts on next week's. Again, if you're ARMY, I'm sure you're watching with us. And and we have to mention, too, there was a lot of pride for their home country. They were cheering on Korea in the Olympics. Yeah. And that was fun to watch. That was pretty cool. I liked that, too. These are just great episodes. And if you like BTS or if you're interested or curious about their personalities, you really get a chance to see who they are. So check out In the Soup. Okay, let's move on to some news. So BTS's parent company, who we refer to as Hybe, I know that technically it's Hybe, according to 99% of the population. But the second we saw it, Charity and I read it Hybe, and we refused to, we refused to change our pronunciation, Hybe. 
Hybe is releasing new webtoons in January around BTS, T by T, and in Hypen. They're all going to have their own, which I'm really excited about because I loved the BTS universe that they eventually turned into a webtoon. Mm-hmm. It was a really great really story. So I'm wondering if comebacks and everything else are now going to revolve around these storylines. Maybe. If that's the case, I'm interested because I already like the storylines we're seeing um, with T by T and in Hypen. And based on what was released, it looks like we are going to get a high school vampire type thing within Hypen, T by T, they're going through all like different dimensions and stuff. I'm looking forward to that. I think that's really cool. Something else that Hybe announced is they're entering the NFT market. And this caused a firestorm on Twitter because right? there's a lot of issues here. Yeah. There's the fear that photo cards will be replaced with NFTs, which for fandom culture, you want the physical card. I have a card in the no. back of my phone right now. Like the cards are, it's the physicality of the card. I don't care about owning a digital copy of it. You want the physical card, number one. And number two, there's a lot of discussion around the environmental impact of blockchain and NFTs. So we're far from a cryptocurrency podcast. We're not experts on that. But there is some issues with a company promoting sustainability and then getting into NFTs. Yeah, it's very contradictory. Yeah, yeah. Not a good look. Not the best look. There's a lot that's going to be happening, I think, with Hybe that's going to go against uh, what maybe fans previously thought. Eh, it's the industry. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, not my favorite thing. I'm not really into NFTs. I think that's there's a lot there that I don't love. Yeah. They're not the only ones. SM's also entering the NFT market. So soon behind, it'll be JYP and every other label. This is part of the entertainment industry now, and everyone feels like if they don't, they're losing out. Yeah. I get it. Just, eh. Not a good look. Yeah. Doing it so soon, you know, after saying all the stuff about being sustainable and climate change, it's... Right? It looks so bad. Like, really, really bad, actually. And ARMY was super fired up over it, too. I thought that that was kind of nice to see. You know, a lot of times yeah. K-pop yeah. fans will justify anything. And yep. I kind of get disappointed that you have a lot of fans who are really company fans. They only support artists under certain labels, mm-hmm. and they support everything that label does. And it's like, I love the artists. I don't care about the label at all. I mean, I'm definitely – you can love BTS and not like Hybe or Big Hit. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. It's okay. Um so yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to see fans on Twitter and younger fans being really upset with the NFT announcement because they don't want their favorite artists to be the face of something that they feel like the artists themselves wouldn't be personally behind. Yeah. I don't know. We don't, you know, none of us know these people in real life. Images can be very different than who a person is behind closed doors. So who knows? But I did think that was an interesting thing on Twitter last week of like, ooh. Army's fired up. I was up. surprised. Yeah, me I was too. Really surprised. Me too. And I, you know, I think if you're going to talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. And there was a little bit of accountability happening on Twitter last week. It was cool. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with all of this. But it, it, yeah, just a firestorm on social media. NFTs aren't our bag. Our bag is K-pop. So let's move on to more K-pop news. BTS. They're performing with Megan Thee Stallion at the American Music Awards on Sunday, November 21st. That's going to be a massive week for them in L.A., uh, American Music Awards on Sunday. And then less than a week, Saturday the 27th is their first show at SoFi Stadium. So that's going to be a really exciting week for armies around the world and especially 
American armies. We're going to see them on the American Music Awards. I love the American Music Awards because that's when I was first introduced to BTS in 2017. Yeah. So this will be really fun. I think it'll be interesting to see what their dynamic is with Meg on stage. You know, like it's always fun to kind of watch them interact with other celebrities. I know ARMY is really excited about that. So and congratulations to her. She just graduated college. Totally off topic, but like props to anyone who doesn't technically need the degree that still gets it. That's really freaking hard. Online classes are hard. All of you that are in school that have been doing online through the pandemic know that. But uh, congratulations to her. I thought that was cool to see that she did that. Okay, SF9. SF9 has a comeback on November 22nd, Charity. Cannot wait for that. Fell for these guys during Kingdom this year. They're so talented. You know, we'll give you a full review. Your girl Hwasa has a comeback on November 24th. Finally. It's been a while for her. It has been a minute since Maria. So we have a lot happening at the end of November. It's not done. Two of our favorites also announced releases today. Stray Kids released a picture, for lack of a better word, on Twitter and Instagram. It said Christmas Eve with like an L in different type. Evil. Christmas Evil, November 29th. And it's kind of a menacing face. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're releasing like a menacing Christmas song. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I'm here for it. Let's go. So that's November 29th. And then Kai said, you know what, Emily? I know Bacon's in the military. Want to do something special for your birthday. So Kai has a comeback. On my birthday, November 30th, we're getting a comeback from your bias, Kai. So I cannot wait. Oh, my goodness. Tell your man I appreciate it. You know, it's not bacon, but I'll take it. We, we can, we like talked about it. Mm-hmm. So it's my gift to you for me. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Charity. Thanks, Kai. You're welcome. Uh, so many great comebacks for the rest of the month. Like it's, it's insane. So much to look forward to. And especially from, you know, Stray Kids and Kai, SF9. Plaza, our favorites are coming back. So, so exciting. that's exciting. Newest announced their first in-person concert. They're doing a three-day event in November, November 26th, 27th, and 28th at the Jamsil Indoor Stadium in Korea. So so jealous. That's awesome, though. I mean, congratulations to them yeah. for finally getting in front of their fans again. It's really exciting. So Excited for those fans. Um, congratulations to NCT 127. Sticker is on the Billboard 200 charts for the seventh week in a row. They haven't dropped off. The only other K-pop group to do that with a 2021 release is T by T. So Amazing. Yeah, it just kind of tells you um, the longevity. It's not fans you know, rush and buy an album, then it dramatically falls off. You're seeing more and more longevity with K-pop releases. Like, how exciting. And also... Those are two of our favorite groups. So I don't think it's shocking. Both of those releases were so strong. Makes sense. General public has spoken. I also want to give a shout out to NCT 127 for all of their content around favorite. There's been some really great YouTube videos, vampire stuff. They showed like kind of the making of the choreography. Charity. These boys understood the assignment. They always understand the assignment, I feel. Um, they get it. There's gray, sweat- gray sweatpants everywhere. <gasps> I haven't seen this yet. Well, oh my God. That's why I'm giving it a specific shout out because I really appreciate it. Um, well, that's what we asked for. They get it. Those guys just Remember, get it. Remember, we specifically asked for a gray sweat pants <laughs> video from them. I feel like I, 
I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Um, someone's there was listening. a specific request no, I know. that we had. Know. And this has happened multiple times in the NCT world yes. where yes. we really go off on something and we're like, anyways, if you're listening, and then something happens and I'm like, hmm, I guess they were listening. So thank you guys. Well, we appreciate we it. We do have listeners in Korea. So. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. Like, thank you guys. Thank you so much. You understood the assignment. These just... Amazing. I haven't even seen it. And really, I know A plus is for everyone. Really appreciate it. Just really appreciate the effort. Um, uh, yeah. So shout out to NCT 127. Just have to say that. Really appreciate the effort. Understood the assignment and we are here for it. Okay. It. Time for song of the week. There are some great songs this week. Um, I have yeah. a feeling that we'll yeah. probably have different songs, but there were so many to choose from. I struggled a little bit. What's your song of the week, Charity? Has to be Luna by One Us. Yeah, I figured you were going to go there. I th- that yeah. was my song of the week, I don't know, a few days ago. I was like, I love this song. So strong. But for some reason, I have gone back to Victon. I just love this song. It just puts me in a good mood. And you know how much I love those songs. So my song of the week is Sweet Travel by Victon. Love it. Great choices this week. You can't go wrong. We had like cool like kind of sexy ballad really emotive emotional ballad yeah feel good song about having fun with your friends and then just a really unique cool song in luna so wonderful releases this week thank you to all the creators songwriters idols companies producers directors there's so much that goes (laughs) in to this stuff the people on camera are usually the only ones that get the credit but there's a lot of people that deserve shout outs every week doing tireless work behind the scenes. So credit to everyone for the awesome stuff you're creating. We appreciate you. We see it. Uh, next week, twice, twice's comeback is this Friday. So some of you are probably listening to this after it's happened, but this is a full album and not a full album, like eight songs. I think I read somewhere we've got 17. I don't know if that wow. can be true, but we've got a massive twice comeback. I love the imagery so far from what they've released. I think this is going to be amazing. We'll give a full review of that next week. And we also have Mark. Mark from GOT7 is releasing something uh, on Friday on the 12th as well. So we're going to give a full review of that. And it's K-pop. You know, there's going to be a million things that happen between now and then. So please come back next week. New episodes drop every Thursday. Thank you all for being here this week. Thank you for being part of our world. We're so grateful. And... Each and every week, we're getting a chance to talk to more and more of you and connect with more of you. We never in our wildest dreams thought that that would be the case with this podcast. I think we both thought we'd be kind of talking to a void and maybe it would connect with someone somewhere. The fact that we're connecting with people from all over the world is just amazing. We're so grateful and excited. And honestly, this is the best listening community of any podcast. It really (laughs) is. If you think about the amazing people we've met so far. Mm-hmm. just really 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 wonderful wonderful people so shout out to all of you thank you for listening thank you for reaching out thank you for being part of this world we will be here same time same place next week we are going to try to keep our voices uh this weekend we'll see things get wild in pittsburgh i don't know charity we'll see um <laughs> so <laughs> hope you all have a wonderful weekend with us raise a glass of champagne cheers us virtually uh (laughs) it's gonna be a good one and we'll be back next week love you queendom stay safe and healthy love you guys have a great weekend bye